So I just sat down and the rocking chair hit the leg of the table with my cup of tea and I've just managed to avoid throwing tea everywhere. So that's a really good start. <clears throat> there may be noise in the background, it's the builders. I'll try and cancel it out, um, but they're doing something and it's noisy. I think they're cutting bricks or something. Welcome to episode 72 of Mr. Bird Pods. Uh, somebody refers to this as your chatty thing. Uh, obviously, this podcast is deeply important and serious. Uh, and there has been concern that I might not be able to keep going with it once I start working, which I, well, there's a possibility that might happen, but I'm obviously going to do everything I can to keep it going. Um, obviously, life is changing for all of us. And um, going back to work for six days a week, albeit, sort of part-time uh, is obviously going to change things, but um, I should be fine to be doing this on a Monday. Uh, and as I say, I'll do everything to keep it going because I know there's a lot of desperate people out there who listen to this. Um, I uh, What's been going on? So, yes, the job's still pending, but almost definite. Uh, I'm just waiting to hear back on something. And... Um, I'm just getting a bit... I don't want to go back to work because I don't want to go and work weekends and Sundays and I don't want to lose it when we go. I don't want I don't want to do it. that's noise I'm complaining about I might be able to get rid of it. Uh, um don't want to lose Christmas and New Year because now we're thinking we're probably not going to hang on to the car because there's no point because we won't be going away at Christmas and New Year. So um I did leave a very doomful message for somebody this morning uh, where it sounded like it was the end of the world for me. I know I'm just being sport basically because I've got a job and I should be really grateful. Um, but there we go. So um, I had a, a very stressful uh, yoga this morning. Uh, teachers always have their little jokes and uh, there's always the hilarious yoga teacher, uh, more than one has it, of they get you into a really difficult position and then say, uh, right, we'll hold that for three minutes, uh, at which point we're all meant to laugh. But obviously I'm about to explode anyway with the effort of what I'm doing. I really don't find it at all funny in any way whatsoever. Um, so I managed to get through that. I would forgot to mention that I'm doing a full body workout. It is a uh app it's very good actually i can't remember what it's called but basically they've got a program for a 28 day program working on shoulders back arms abs and legs i think that's everything and chest and um i am so unfit because i used to swim a lot and obviously that stopped and if i'm going to get back into the theater uh, i need to uh, toughen up a little bit because obviously it involves a certain amount of manual labor uh, not just pushing buttons. Um, so that's going quite well, actually. Uh, I don't do it on a Monday because I do my running and my yoga. I'm just trying to work out who that person is walking past. Oh, yes, I know who that person is. And um, yeah, I'm quite proud of it, actually. It's about 20... Well, it's actually not even that long. It's been 10, 20 minutes a day. Uh, and I was listening to Michael Mosley on a, on his podcast, uh, Just One Thing, which is all about just one thing that we can do to improve our lives. And one of them was exercise snacking. And they think now that if you do short bursts of exercise during the day, not only 
uh, is that easier for people who are time pressured but it's actually you get more benefit for, from it so if you do three ten minutes throughout the day as opposed to a full half an hour uh, that's better so I could be onto a good thing here um, oh another person I just saw go today I saw the neighbor actually as I was just off for a run uh, this morning and um, ugh, the milk's gone off and um, ugh, ugh. Uh, um, ugh. Uh, we managed to work out whose everybody car is in the street which is very useful actually we also had a very interesting discussion about the uh, building work at the end of the road um, because she'd spoken to the owner of it uh, it's all very strange uh, I can't say anymore for obvious reasons I might get libeled or taken to court I'm going to brave this tea I know what happened. I left some milk out overnight and I thought it was all right because it smelled all right. Oh, it's just not too bad. Anyway, who cares? So, um, yeah, so back to the holiday. I can't remember what's been going on, actually. I feel like I've had a busy week, but I don't think I have. And I think I've given up writing in my diary. When I get a bit stressed about life, I stop writing in my diary, which I don't know quite. Oh, yes, well, of course, I was at Buckingham Palace on Wednesday. Uh, some of you may know. Who look at my Instagram. A lot of jealousy about that, obviously. Uh, but there we go. I just live a different life to the rest of you. So, um, uh, yeah, Darren messed me around, of course. We did get nothing to see here. Podcast out. Uh, we, I say I. Uh, I literally finished editing it about five minutes before I published it uh, quite late last night. Thanks, Darren. So, uh, that's all good. Um, <clears throat> uh, yeah, so going back to the holiday, and a lot of you were gripped by part one, we will now move into part two. Uh, well, I think everybody was gripped by part one, actually. I can't remember, I got to with part two. We've done the barn owl, obviously, and the photograph. Uh, we've released any feelings of anger and bitterness over that photograph. Uh, I did forget to mention that um, prior going to Wales, um, I, for some reason, had it in my head that the Falconry Experience Day involved climbing Snowdonia and I had a panic uh, because I didn't have any suitable shoes. So I went out and spent a lot of money on a pair of walking shoes, which I have to say are very comfortable. Uh, when I say a lot of money, I mean it wasn't hundreds and hundreds of pounds, but it was a lot of money. And... Um, what we ended up doing on the Falkyrie Day was basically being uh, taxied around in a minibus uh, to three places, getting out of the minibus, walking around a little bit, and then getting back on the minibus and then driving to the next place. Where on earth I got it in my head that we were going halfway up a mountain, I have no idea. So basically, I spent an absolute fortune on a pair of walking boots that I walked uh around on a little bit of flat ground for a few minutes uh, and did a lot of standing around in as we were looking for birds through binoculars. So that was useful. Um, I don't really know what to do with them now because obviously I've bought them and I've worn them and um, I'm stuck with them. And there are no mountains around here for me to climb, obviously. So there we go. Uh, so then now, Sunday the 29th, and then we drove back. Uh, Yes, yeah, so we drove back after, yeah, after the Falcon experience. And then the next day, 
uh, oh, and the name of the woman is Barry and Luce. I can't bet it's Lucy or Lucia or something. Luce. Completely forgot her name, the shame of it. Uh, and then on the Sunday, I've written down car charging, shopping, and resting. So that was an, obviously a very another exciting day. Um, on the Monday, shout out to uh, the inhabitant of Chester. We went across to see. I don't know whether she listens to this. Yes, I think she does. I went over to see her and had a very nice lunch. Very nice lunch, actually. And a very nice day. And uh, we had a tour of the house. And um, I can't really remember. It was such a marvellous day. I completely forgot what we did. I think we just did lots of talking. Yeah, we just did lots of talking and drinking wine. And it was very lovely. So that was nice. Uh, that was a friend who lives in Chester. I didn't realise we were quite close to Chester. We were only about half an hour away from Chester where we were staying. Tuesday 31st, I've got rest and local walk. I seem to remember that local walk was actually a very long walk. Um, and I actually got back in a really bad mood. Actually, um, that was a useful walk for the boots or the walking shoes. I should say they're not walking boots. Uh, I would have been very bitter if I'd bought walking boots because they're really, really expensive. Um, it was a long, what's that thing called? Dyke thingy, Offers Dyke. So uh, Offers Dyke ran very close to where we were staying, very close. And um, I think it was probably the most boring bit of the whole walk that we were adjacent to. A lot of it involved walking across flat fields and along roads. Uh, but it was quite nice putting a little uh, pedestrian view of the area of where we live as opposed to driving around in a car all the time. Um, and I'm missing to remember that I was absolutely exhausted by the time I got home and very grumpy because it turned out to be about three hours longer than we'd intended. Strange that because that doesn't usually happen when we go anywhere. Uh, then I've got Wednesday the first Bodnant Gardens. What the hell was Bodnant Gardens? Oh, but yeah, no, no, they were absolutely stunning. Bodnant Gardens, I have to say, are possibly... Uh, as some of you will have seen on Instagram, uh, some of the most beautiful gardens I think I've ever been to. Really lovely. Um, two people had advised going, uh, and they're stunning. They're um, I've been to a lot of gardens recently. I've been to Buckingham Palace Gardens actually. Just mention that, and they're all merging a little bit in my head. But Bodmin was stupendous it was a big old victorian pile that you couldn't go in i'm trying to think if it's still yes it's still lived in it's not national trust i think it's still it's still owned by the owners the the inhabitants and the gardens are just beautiful they're basically were they victorian gardens i'm really sorry i can't remember that everything's merged in my head but anyways b-o-d-n-a-n-t the flowers were absolutely stunning um and it just went from beautiful area to beautiful area are these just gorgeous gardens um i thought they were some of the loveliest gardens i've ever been to uh, and there's something incredibly peaceful about gardens i think being by the sea uh with the sand and water and walking around a garden are two of the most peaceful things that you can do you can always sense a feeling of relaxation with people when you're in a big garden or by the sea um and they were lovely they were really beautiful so um hats off to them and then i'm gonna to have to look at the pictures actually because i got on instagram because i actually can't remember they are merging a bit into one the gardens we went to then on the thursday we drove over to anglesey which was lovely um 
we looked at Beaumaris Castle from the outside. That's another one of the big Welsh castles. And then we went to Plas Newworth, which is another house, which is why I'm getting all my gardens muddled up. That was more of a tree garden. It was it had an arboretum and it was less of a flower garden, but they had incredible views. The houses on the Menai Straits, which is the water that separates Anglesey from the mainland Wales. Uh, and there's the big bridge uh, built by Telford that you drive over which is an astonishing piece of engineering and the view from the gardens down or well, both ways down the Menai up and down the Menai Straits is absolutely stunning um, and the gardens are lovely actually but not so flowery more trees um, the house is undergoing no one lives there it's National Trust it seems to be undergoing a bit of a facelift inside uh, but it's got a very big mural by Rex Whistler uh, which is very famous for um, in one of the rooms, which if you look at my Instagram, can I say Instagram a few more times this podcast, uh, you'll see a picture of. It's absolutely beautiful. It's very big and long. Um, and a lot of people go just to see that. So that was all lovely. And then this is all a bit vague in my head, actually, because it's I'm talking about two or three weeks ago. It all just seems so remote now going on holiday. And then on Friday, we packed and we went for the fastest visit ever around Denby Castle because we basically turned up 10 minutes before it closed and pretty much ran around the castle. But that was one of the less famous Edward I castles, but still very nice, and the views were spectacular from the top. So that was also, it was lovely. It was actually a very, very nice holiday. We mistaken, when well, it wasn't a mistake, it was decided, and it was a mutual decision to come back to uh, London via the A roads rather than the main roads. And that took us 10 hours, which is lovely. And it is really nice not being on motorways and things, but it's just too long to be in a car. And my back was not great at that point. Uh, so we got back absolutely exhausted. It's funny, we left exhausted and got back exhausted. So, um, yes, that's where we are with that. And it was a very nice holiday, actually. Um, we came through, down through Northern Wales, through Betsy Coyd and Llangollen. And yes, my Welsh is very, very good. And um, the only annoying thing about my Welsh Duolingo is that it's got a league table and it puts you, it's one of those typical things, it lures you in. So you go through sort of, oh no, that's two o'clock. It goes through brass, copper, whatever, and then you get to silver league and then gold league. Uh, and you move up really quickly and it just depends on how much work you're doing. It's just to encourage you to do the work. And then um, how many XPs you've got. I don't know what XP stands for. Stands for something. Uh, and then suddenly you get to diamond, which is the top one. And then you get really cocky and you promptly come out of the diamond league. And it's really difficult to get back into it. So I'm stuck in the obsidian league. Now I don't know what obsidian is. Um, but it's just got no relevance on anything. It just basically puts you in competition with a few other people. And I get really competitive over the whole thing. So I spend a ridiculous amount of time. Uh, just basically trying to get enough XP to stay in the Obsidian League rather than doing quality learning. Although I am learning to let go of the leagues now, but I'm so competitive. I just can't believe how competitive I am. I don't even know these people. You know, they're just, they've got avatars and single names and they're all over the world and they're not all doing Welsh. They're doing all sorts of languages. It's ridiculous. Um, and I'm obsessed with not falling out of the Obsidian League because they do it every week by week. 
And if you're in the top five, you move up. And if you're in the top bottom five, you move down to something else. So I've got to really got to let that go. Um, but I'm doing quite well on my Welsh, quite pleased. I do need to speak it, uh, but I've got uh, a French a French speaking friend. That's useful when you're learning Welsh. Uh, a Welsh speaking friend who I think I'm going to, she doesn't know this yet, but <laughs> she does now. I think I might arrange some Zoom sessions, having little chats, because uh, I'm learning some very useful vocabulary, like the library is near the supermarket. But actually, I was thinking that the vocab is a bit sitting oh, that's the neighbour running because she's covered in sweat. Is it that warm outside? Um, I thought the the, uh, the vocabulary isn't that useful, but then when I was in Wales, actually, I found it really was useful, a lot of the bits and pieces. And also they've got this annoying thing in Welsh called mutation, where that you change the first letter of certain words uh, in certain circumstances. And... Um, a lot of that happens after gai, which is for may I. So uh, a lot of the phrases they use are helping you pick up the mutation uh, as well. The mutation is something, uh, if you're a child and you're learning the language, obviously you grow up and you don't think twice about it. But when you're learning it, it feels like a bit of a stumbling block. So I'm trying to ignore it and just get on with it. Um, what else have I got to say? Uh, Buckingham, oh yes, I did go to Buckingham Palace Gardens. I don't know if any of you know that. Um, I wasn't actually that excited about going to Buckingham Palace Gardens. Uh, I went with a real anti-royalist who hates the Queen and everything else. Couldn't get in there fast enough. Um, I didn't think they were going to be that. A friend of mine said, in front of the hippie family, uh, they said um, they're really they're worth seeing, but don't. There's not an awful lot to see. So with that in mind, I was sort of prepared not to be overwhelmed, but you know, to be able to say I'd been to Buckingham Palace Gardens, and they were absolutely beautiful. Uh, they're not huge. Uh, there's a very big lawn where you have um, the garden. Well, I'm saying where you have obviously the Queen. I'm not talking about me. The Queen has her garden parties and. Um, there's a beautiful lake which you can't walk around, but you can see. It's really, really beautiful. Uh, and then there's a massive herbaceous border. Uh, there's not an awful, awful lot. And, and that makes it all sound quite dull, but actually it's not. It's really lovely. And again, it was we were lucky. We had a really uh, sunny day and it was beautiful. And we only really planned to be there for a couple of hours. And we ended up just sitting there for about five hours. We were just sort of wandering and sitting and sat on the lawn for a while and had an ice cream, had lunch, and it was all really, really nice. I'm really glad I went. And there's a lovely, the exit is to another part of the garden, which is really lovely as well. Um, yeah, they're beautiful. Um, and it was actually quite exciting seeing Buckingham Palace from a different uh, side, because all you ever see is the front. Um, it was quite it was quite hard to walking in and just seeing this building that was Buckingham Palace, but didn't look like Buckingham Palace, if that makes sense. doesn't really, does it? So that was all marvellous. And um, so, yeah, if they open them again next year, I don't know whether they're going to. Uh, I do recommend it. I mean, it's not cheap, but um, I was really glad we went. Very glad we went. Uh, so for anyone that doesn't know, I went to Buckingham Palace Gardens uh, last week. And then... Um, yeah, Birdwatch has stopped now because obviously we've had the house painted uh, and they've been pooing on the uh, neighbour's window downstairs when they've been eating on my windowsill, window ledge. 
No, what do you call that? So anyway, um, so Birdwatch has had to stop, which has made me a bit sad actually, but there's not a lot I can do about it. Um, the television, what's going on in the television? Uh, we're working our way through the X-Men films, which I could just about live without, to be honest. Uh, thoroughly enjoying Loki. They're watching Loki at the moment. Uh, having watched, I think I said, a completed Vandivision, WandaVision, which I loved. Loki's great as well. I really like that. Um, Superstore, New Girl. Can't think what else we're watching. Oh, we've just finished... Um, uh, uh, Mythic Quest, which is very odd, but I really liked it. It's a sort of comedy. It's all on Apple, though. Um, and also um, on Stars, which I think is its own thing, but also on Apple. If any of you get Stars, Only Murders in the Building is my big new favourite television programme. Uh, it's Steve Martin and Martin Sheen. No, not Martin Sheen. Martin Short and Selena Gomez. And basically... They're podcast fans. They live in the same beautiful apartment in New York. They all come together uh, because they have, find out they all listen to the same podcast. And then there's a murder in the building. And then they start making their podcast about their, um, uh, their trying to uh, solve the murder. But that's sort of the superficial level of it. There's a lot of other things going on, and I really, really like it. And there's a couple of twists which have really... The twist of last night took me completely by surprise. Um, and it's about lonely people, actually. It's just about these people. Uh, they've all got quite sad lives. Um, I really like it. So it's got... It's, it, it's a really... Yeah, it's got real depth to it, and it's very, very funny, and I really enjoy it. So anyone that's got stars or Disney, it's um, only murders in this building. Uh, it's great. So that's my new favourite programme at the moment. I'm going to have to – I can't start watching anything new because I'm going back to work. Uh, I won't have time to watch anything, so that's another doom, doomful thought. Right, that's 22 minutes, and the noise has started up again. Uh, I think that's everything encapsulated for today. Um, I'll see you next week. Thank you for listening.